Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Chase, stop. All right, cut that. I can't have that out there. Cut it all. Can we cut this entire fucking thing? I've been knocking Listen, on wood the entire time we've been talking about this. Yeah, I don't even want to talk about this. This is too much karma. We fucked that one up. Sorry, Brandon. Welcome back to New Heights, presented by Wave Sports and Entertainment and brought to you by Walmart. Walmart deals are here. That's right. You heard it here on New Heights First. We are your hosts. I'm Travis Kelsey. This is my big brother, Jason Kelsey, out of Cleveland Heights, Ohio. And new episodes drop every Wednesday during the NFL season. 92 percenters. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts and follow the show on all social media at New Heights Show. That's with one S. And check out our official fan club at uh, newheightshow.com, also with one S. Jason, tell the people what we got coming up today. Yeah, um, well, we have an episode lined up for you guys. All right. Oh, nice. Obviously, we're going to recap both of our Week 13 games in excruciating detail, uh, and then we will get to our shout-outs uh, for the fan mentions of the week. Uh, so maybe something from the Chicago Blackhawks. Ooh. <laughs> Talk about the biggest storylines from around the league. Uh, of course, and including the latest development and the movement to ban the brotherly shove. Yeah, finally, get that out of here. But first, as always, new news. New news. All righty. First bit of new news. Spotify put out their list of the most popular podcasts, songs, artists, and albums of 2023. Ooh. And New Heights is officially number one. Numero uno. Sports podcast of 2023. That's right. Number one sports podcast of 2023. Shout out again to the 92 percenters. 92. And everybody that listens to this, watches this, uh, or, uh, yeah, contributes Comes to this, this wonderful podcast, community. Yeah. Can't thank you guys enough for supporting uh, us two knuckleheads and everyone else that's a part of this community. This is pretty crazy. Yeah, we were number one uh, right above our friends over with uh, part of my take, Bill Simmons podcast. Fantasy footballers, the Pat McAfee show, which that's, I think Pat's most of his are video, right? I mean, he's getting way more views than we are. I feel like it's, I don't know, whatever. Yeah. He's on ESPN. So, yeah. Old Man in the Three. Yeah. So, a lot of good names on this, a lot of great podcasts. Honored to be up there with all of these. 1000%. Some other highlights from the 2023 Spotify wrapped page. We are streaming in 134. That's right. Uh, different countries. I mean, that's crazy. Oh, damn. 134 different countries? That's crazy. Different. How many countries do you think there are? Um, I have no idea. Infinity. We're 134 different countries. Do, do we have a count on how many countries are out there? Can we get a count on how many countries are out there? Do you think it's in the three? I feel like it's like 400. If it's 100, 100 but that's way too much. There's no way there's... How many countries are there? How many countries have Spotify? Three something. It's got to be in the hundreds, right? It can't be that high. Google says... 195 countries. That's a pretty good ratio. I mean, we're almost worldwide at this point. We're, we're close. I mean, you could, yeah, we're definitely worldwide, but we're almost like every country, which is crazy. World full? I don't know. Yeah. Can you also Google how many of those countries have the ability to listen to Spotify? That's a good point. It's probably 134. 
<laughs> Can we take out me uh, guessing 400 countries just so I don't look like a complete fucking idiot? <laughs> I guess 300. I'm not going to lie. I thought we were shooting somewhere around 50%. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we had the most new listeners in obviously one, <laughs> the good old red, white, and blue itself, the United States. Number two. USA. Uh, USA. Our socialist friends up north in Canada. And number three, hey. United Kingdom. Number four, Germany, where Travis played the first NFL game ever played in, right, uh, this past year. And five, Australia. Yeah. Apparently. Uh, Shout out to Jordan, man. Jordan probably yeah. helps us out a lot with that one. Our mates over there in Australia are giving uh, the pod a good listen to. All right. That's awesome. Good to know. It's pretty fucking cool. Yeah. Our average podcast rating was five. Out of a possible five. There's no way. How many ratings score. do we have? Like two? Yeah, I don't know. I, I just know that if do we Do you ever Olympic... give ratings? Do you ever give no. ratings? Yes, I do. And everybody should rate ours. Five stars. Um, no, I've never rated anything <laughs> in my life. All I know is that if this podcast was a gymnast, we're sticking that fucking landing. That's all I know. You're not on Yelp or Pinterest leaving your comments? five out of five maybe i guess they go out of ten does diving go out of five i don't know i think it's all out of like six our episode with uh with kylie was uh the most listened to episode this year knew it it was listed as a standout podcast episode of 2023 Ooh, okay kai nice it's killing it it's up to last time i checked over five million views so holy fuck kylie's doing a really good job of staying under the radar um, nice <laughs> well played just how she likes it oh yeah just sliding by well thank you thank you to everybody who's listening much appreciated and uh hopefully we keep uh entertaining you guys i don't know yeah, yeah. we really appreciate that guys this one i don't know if this one's gonna be as fun but yeah. Let's give it a try. In other new news, we're officially a sandwich. That's right. The user McNewinhe on a New Heights Reddit page let us know that an actual sandwich has been named for the New Heights podcast. Uh huh. In quotes, sandwich is available at a little diner in Edwardsville, Kansas. I like it's that. Here you know, I'm a fan of, of diners. Middle of the country. You know it. Love it. Just south of Village West, uh, Legends Park. Of the uh, KCK called uh, Grill 32. Over there, Grill 32, we got a sandwich. All right, now, I like that. I don't know that you can be a diner and your name's Grill 32. It looks good. It's a uh, blending f- a Philly cheesesteak and some uh, KC barbecue. How about that? I'm kind of in on like that. Sounds like a good combination. I'm not going to lie. I'm What's on, on the sucker? What do we got on there, Trev? It's talk about on top uh, of the sandwich. There's two layers, three pieces of bread, it looks like. Mm, triple decker. Yeah, a little triple decker and is a uh, steak, onions, bell peppers, provolone, cheese sauce, not cheese whiz, cheese sauce. What's cheese sauce? And 32 sauce, which I'm guessing is Grill 32's uh, special sauce. Uh, cheese sauce is what looks like to be cheese whiz or how I like to call it, nacho cheese. No, it's different. Otherwise, it would just said cheese whiz, right? This is a good question for Kylie. Talking about Kylie. <laughs> That's, Are you uh, eating cheese sauce? Is cheese sauce acceptable? I guess, it's a white. Yeah. It looks white. Yeah, it's just melted cheese at that point. It's not cheese. I'm sauce. just saying it's, it's just white though. We've been over this. You don't like white condiments. <sighs> yeah, no, you're right. But I do like cheese. Yeah, you do. Uh, the bottom half is a uh, turkey or ham, um, bacon, lettuce, tomato, American cheese, mayo, barbecue, and 32 sauce again stacked on Texas toast. So um, yeah, this thing 
looks like lunch and dinner all in one sandwich. Yeah, it's well, it's it's new heights all in one sandwich. What other than the mayo, which I'm a big fan of the mayo, so I'm happy you guys put it on there. But Trav, Trav does not eat mayo. Yeah, not a big mayo mayonnaise just seeping through Jason's pores right now. Look at his face, hey, it's just good. fucking hey. just mayo, blue cheese. Oh Give me all. When that you stuff. sweat, do you like taste it? Sometimes, if I haven't sweat in, <laughs> in a minute, it, it's it's got some just salt to it. Him. I just hear just somebody. You know when you haven't sweat in a few days and you go to run and then you start sweating and your eyes just get all uh, they start stinging from the amount of sweat going in your eyes. Just spread it on. I mean, you can make it sound disgusting as much as you want. Mayonnaise is delicious, Travis. (laughs) It's so disgusting. You're very clearly in the minority of this worldwide. I'm glad we're in 134 different countries so they can see how weird it is that you don't like mayonnaise ketchup is like a foreign thing in germany yeah like they ketchup. use mayonnaise oh it's very gosh. common across europe i was eating because... dry fries just dry fries the whole time just fucking potatoes <laughs> chopped up fried. i do hate foreign ketchup they haven't caught yeah, they on do to not the have that, that the only way out. well yeah they just don't use high fructose corn syrup really heinz is the only one that's really got to fucking figure it out because yeah, they use high fructose corn syrup they aren't ketchup is not supposed to be tomato based, you idiots. <laughs> supposed to be high fructose corn syrup based. Where did you get this ridiculous idea that ketchup has anything to fucking do with tomatoes? Nice. Well, thank you. Yeah, thank you, Grill 32. If I'm ever in between the uh, Village West Legends Park area of uh, Kansas City, uh, Kansas, uh, yeah. I might hit we up might Grill 32 by. and might have to yeah. stop by. Yeah, I'll jump, have a nice travel to get his without mayo, but you know, it'll be good. Uh, maybe we get some clarification on cheese sauce. But either way, sounds delicious. All right, let's get some fan mentions of the week. Let's do it. First fan mention of the week, we got some love from the Chicago Blackhawks. That's right, Trev. They must have heard you last week. The quote tweeted the clip from last week's episode of us building our NHL starting fives uh, with NFL players, of course. And we were obviously talking about Connor Bedard. Bedsy. And they came back with, our home is your home at T-Kills. Um, you can just call him Bedsy. Bedard. Nice. Sorry, Connor. I butchered your name. I butchered my own name. So what? Did, how did you say last week? I think I put an N in there somewhere. Oh, you did. Yeah. Now that I remember it. Yeah, that was where it was. Yeah. But we're saying it right now. Yeah. Bedsy. Easy as that. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm getting rid of the ending. I'm just saying Bedsy. Bedsy. He's got to be from Canada. I haven't seen one Canadian snap of this name. kid. You haven't? Haven't seen one puck one of this snippet? kid. No. One, <laughs> one uh, snippet. One skate. I haven't seen anything. I haven't watched the NHL yet this year. So That's I how quick he is. Is he is he a rookie this year or he yeah. came in? He was so like the number one draft pick last year. Yeah. Yep. Haven't seen a shin guard of him. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I got nothing. Yeah. He's 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 a baller. Sounds like it. Have you seen any hockey at all this year? Zero so far this year. I got to get after it. I haven't seen any hockey this year, but I want to. What do you do for entertainment when you get home? Uh, well, most of the time I'm trying to play with my kids and. Uh, or watching Bluey and uh, Paw Patrol. Nice. At what point do you become Ed Kelsey and get have separate TV? Just I don't give me the remote. What do you mean? I'm watching. I'm watching Nickelodeon. Give me the remote. Law and Order's on. I try to put on stuff that I want to watch. They want nothing to do with it. <laughs> I am getting uh taken to the woodshed when it comes to uh, what's being on the TV. Damn. Um, I tried to put on Tropic Thunder the other day. 
And Kylie Dude, made me turn can't. it off right at the opening scene. <laughs> yeah, I think we talked about it. The, guy, the one guy's guts are all out, and she was like, what are you doing? Turn Jason. And she, Wyatt's just staring at it like this. I'm like, what kind of damage am I doing right now to my daughter? It's life, man. It's life. Tropic Thunder, it's life. We watch a lot of uh, Pocahontas and Aladdin. and Dude, also. Trav, um, yeah. What? Are you uh, so? Are you going to get a net for Connor? For Connor, Listen, I'll I'll get on the ice anywhere. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm down. I actually don't think I've been on the ice since I stopped playing. But just like I hadn't gone skiing since I was twelve, and we just <laughs> jumped on a fucking a blue slope, or a, no? It was a yeah, it was a blue slope. I think. It might have been black slope. I don't know. Blue slope, intermediate. Yeah, no, it was that thing was steep. I remember looking at you at the top of that fucking. Hill. We were the last two to go. Well, yeah, and I was looking at you, and you looked at me, and you said, "Fuck it," and then just jumped. Yeah, just, we just went. Poof. Yeah, and I was just Let's like, "Do it, oh, God damn it!" Kylie had a rough day. It was her first time ever skiing. We told her <laughs> that's a funny story. So we went to Aspen for the Winter X Games one year. We had been skiing growing up, not a lot. But because we ice skated, we kind of knew how to navigate. We get to the place and the instructor or the person at the front is who's like giving you your equipment is like, okay, what, uh, what's your experience level skiing? And I was like, I haven't done it in expert. over a decade, but <laughs> I just expert. We I'm did it enough growing up. I'm a professional. Just give me the skis. And she was like, okay, okay. Well, your stuff's right over there. And then Kylie gets up there and they said, what's your ski level of skiing expertise? And she said, uh, never I've never before. skied before in my life. She's and like, oh, yeah, you should be going down her, this hill. Yeah, you, need to, you should go to a different mountain. There's not a beginner <laughs> hill on this mountain. It's like no. there's not a beginner level at this resort. And I proceeded to tell her. I, I was like, listen, Kai, it's not that hard. Pizza French fry. You'll be fine. <laughs> you go at your own pace. Fry. You go at your own pace. <laughs> there were no bunny slopes. It's gonna there be no. fine. You just oh my you gosh. figure it out. It'll be fine. <laughs> it's fine. We get off that lift, and right away, pizza ain't slowing her down. She's pizza and she is pizza down the mountain. And I'm like, oh no, this is not good. <laughs> oh man, it is just so electric. Thankfully, it took, Kylie, it Kylie, took us 45 minutes to get down that hill. <laughs> she know, yeah. It, she was a trooper. She was a trooper. She, I guess it was a mountain technically, but hey, yeah. what an electric place that was. We got to go back to, to Colorado. Yeah, we got to go back. Oh my gosh. I, I can't even do it justice talking about it. Like the amount of times she would just fall over and then I tried to go in slow motion, almost hurt myself because I'm trying to teach her how to slow herself down. I almost dislocate my hip. I'm like, all right, I'm done doing this. I'm going at my pace now. <laughs> Left her out to dry again. And then we <laughs> he left her in the ocean and they, they left got, her on top of the hill. Well, that we was because Keely was we there. Were, Keely was there we to were help all her. sitting at the bar having like our second beer, and here she comes. We waited for we waited for <laughs> we waited for about twenty minutes. Tried to like get her to figure it out, and then the only person that had the patience anymore was Keely, who stayed back with. Her. <laughs> You're ridiculous, man. Well, I she was in good hands. Keely knew how to teach better than I did. Shout out to Colt and Keely Anderson. Your childhood favorites, pizza, French fry. Kind of. I had never been on a mountain going growing up in Ohio. Going down a blue pizza diamond. Pizza works slope. on all of the, the mountains in Ohio. <laughs> 
Ah, man. Apparently pizza doesn't work when you're on top of one of the Aspen Mountain or whatever the heck that thing was called. Ah, man. That is some good shit, dude. Thank you for reminding me of that. Give me some skates. I haven't thrown the goalie pads on yet, but man. Yeah, you never played goalie. Dude, I used to fucking stone your shit in the fucking driveway, dude. Stop it. I was always I don't the back goalie. This. Daily Daily was the Daily was the main goalie, but I was the I'm back. I'm not gonna player. lie, I don't remember playing in street hockey, we always played posts at Roxborough Elementary. There was the they had taken the nets down and we played post. You used to be like, yo, you wanna go do you wanna go do like one on one or like we used to play in the driveway. I used to then the the what do you call it? The gate that kept Bell in would be the goal and I would just be right here the whole time. I used to wear the like the street hockey knee uh goalie uh gear that dad got us from played against sports. I don't remember this. I'm sure Shout we did. played I against sports. Remember. You fueled half of our sports complex as Seriously. the Kelsey yeah. household. If it wasn't for yeah. you guys, I don't know if we'd be playing as many sports as we did. But there's no question. I I remember this vividly because it was always me in the net. It was never you in the net. It was always yeah, it, was, it was like, hey, you want to go play hockey? We had like, to have yeah. fun, Travis. Fucking <laughs> guy. But I do have some goalie experience. That's about it. But I do have some. I I remember the mini stick arena Dad built. I don't remember that. I remember the mini stick arena in the basement that was carpet on cement, and we would you run around on our rollerblade hockey, and you doing. I, I remember like rollerblade hockey. Out? But I remember that I only remember that at Roxborough Fairfax. Elementary. Fairfax. Oh yeah, Roxborough Elementary. Yeah. Damn, that was fun. Yeah, we're it, we were playing post. Yeah. That was such a good fucking time. It was a great time. Our NFL hockey lineup clip also got the attention of JJ Watt and Ray Lewis. Hey. Two uh, Hall of Famers right there, uh, chiming in. Ray Lewis talking about uh, lace them up, man. I would love to see that dude on hockey skates. So would I. <laughs> we might we might win the cup from JJ Watt. In quotes, that's what I'm talking about right there, baby. I think we we got to get we got to get out on the ice with the Watts. We do. I saw a clip of JJ. He still got it. Oh yeah, you can he can rip a slap shot. All right now. Well, shout out to shout out to the Hawks, baby, Blackhawks, man. Appreciate you guys reaching back out. I would love to jump on the ice um, and get diced up by uh, Bedsy if the opportunity ever uh, presents itself, or stone his shit. Who knows? Yeah. Bro? Who knows? We might just fucking come on, man. <sighs> All right, where are we at here? Next up, we got a mention from uh, Burt Kreischer and Tom Segura's podcast. All right. Love those two guys. Two bears, one two cave. Two bears, one cave. You and already Apparently, they're proposing that all three of our moms fight. That's right. Here's the clip of that. They need to respect us. They do. What do we do? Maybe we'll have our moms fight their mom. <laughs> I, I feel like that's not fair. Like it's mom, two on like one. Mama. Is she getting one of them at a time, or is she got to take both of them at the same time? Don't you underestimate Donna. I think I'm not going to lie. Don't you ever underestimate Donna. I think Donna might be able to take both of them at the same time. Dude, I don't she know how they're. She hit me one time. Mom only hit me once. <laughs> it's only, only one takes time. once. I don't know what. I was being a little I was being a little shit one day, probably. Terrible. I still remember what I said. I probably heard this word, and she had, I had never said it before in front of her. I said, mother, fuck. I got to that far. And before I could even get the cur out, it was like a panther just <laughs> swipe me across the face. It's true. What the fuck just happened? What is happening? So look out, guys. Turns into a ghost. You know, Mama, Mama Kels, she's, uh, she's half panther. <laughs> she is, dude. And she wears a lot of leopard print. Maybe that's why she likes leopard print so much in some of her clothes. A lot of polka dots. Yeah. She just embodies it all. She's a yeah tiger. I don't know if it's from baking all them cookies and kneading the dough. Like her hands are strong. They were <laughs> like, 
I don't, it's probably genetics because she did the Ancestry.com thing and it came back and said she's got genes to be a sprinter and she's also a risk taker. Shout out to Ancestry.com for doing that with mom. All right. Uh. So, yeah, I don't, guys, <laughs> I don't know if you want anything to do with mom. She might have a sweet disposition in the cameras. <laughs> don't, don't get mama bear riled up. Yeah, she'll come after you. If there are two bears, one cave, what are we? What are... I think you're a bear. You're a bear for sure. Uh, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Is Tom still a bear? Tom's lost a lot of weight. Yeah, but he's still a bear. He's got still a, bear. a bear. He's a bear at heart. He's a bear. Bert's at heart. definitely a bear. He can't. He can't run from it. You're not. I, don't, I wouldn't call you a bear. You're too. You're too svelte to be a bear. You know they am. I'm a fucking. So that's right. You're a yeti. That's what you are. You're a big yeti. Yeah, that the yeti out. We're one bear, one yeti, two caves. Yeah, because we're not in the same room. A bear, a yeti, and two caves. So is this? Yeah. This, I don't know. We got to ask mom if she wants to fight. Uh, yeah, mom. A mom on mom's cage match. Yeah. Dude, I'm telling you. Good luck. I'm taking fucking Panther. I'm not even getting in that match. <laughs> Learn my lesson. Shout out to Tom and, and Bert, man. We're big fans. I love the movie, movie Machine. I don't know if you got Machine's a great. that. Dude, so good. I was a big fan of that joke when I first heard it. And uh, <laughs> the fact that it's now a full-blown movie yeah, is yeah. amazing. And I've been a huge fan of Tom's stand-up uh, since... He was an actual bear. <laughs> well played. All right. And lastly, in Philly's special Christmas album news, the NFL TikTok account, among many sports media accounts, shared a video of Jordan Davis singing, Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Here we are as in olden days. Happy golden days. He had to get right, but he, he sounded awesome, man. Dude, and yeah. We knew that he could sing. All of the rookies do rookie shows. And on top of that, Jordan will just mess around in the locker room, like singing a melody or a chorus or something like that, a hook. And uh, so we knew that if we could get him to muster up and, and show up for it, that he would he would dominate and he did not disappoint. Did disappoint. All right now. For those of you that um, are still interested in listening to a Philly special Christmas album, uh that album is now available on anywhere that you stream music. Um, and uh, you can still get the limited edition vinyls uh, while they still last. Uh, they're available for purchase. So, um, yeah, thank you to everyone who was supporting that project. Uh, hopefully we can make a lot of families Christmases a whole lot better here in the Philadelphia area. Before we keep going, we need to shout out our sponsor, Prize Picks. Prize Picks is a skill-based, real-money, daily fantasy sports game, and it's the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. And with basketball season now here, you can pick combo projections across football and basketball from the Specials League, a league that's created specifically for combo projections that include two or more players from different sports or leagues. Prize Picks is really simple to play. You can make your picks and submit your entry in less than 60 seconds. Not right now. Uh, quick withdrawals and easy gameplay and an enormous selection of players and stat types are what makes Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy app. And now for the portion of this ad read labeled personal experience to be read by talent outside of Travis and Jason Kelsey because we are active NFL players and cannot participate. Uh, but we do have someone who can. And you might have seen them before because they come on the show every week now as the cutest person in the New Heights podcast. That's right. That's right boys. Our intern, Brandon, is back to help you lose money. Here hey, we hey, go, whoa, intern, whoa, 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 Win money. Sorry, win. Win, 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 win. 
got carried away. It's a skill-based fantasy game, Jason. Who knows what's going to happen each week? That's, I think, legally what I have to say. <laughs> All right, two picks and get out of here. Fair enough, fair enough. All right, All right. out of All here. Right. All right, two picks, two quick picks. Nico Collins, love that wide receiver. Love the uh, Texans offense. Take him for yards, take him for receptions. Also, a little quarterback by the name of Jalen Hurts. Rushing TD has been a very consistent one for me. But please, build your build your own entry. You got rushing TDs, you got yards, you got fantasy points, you got kicker points. By all means, have a great time with prize picks. Whistle time. <laughs> got him. Nailed it. It's a good whistle right there. That's a Kelsey whistle right there. All right. Hopefully our intern, Brandon, did you guys write. And uh, if you guys want to get into Daily Fantasy this season, go to prizepicks.com slash new heights and uh, use code new heights uh, for a first deposit match up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash new heights code new heights for Daily Fantasy Sports made easy. Great news, 92 percenters. What's that? Walmart deals are here with the holidays right around the corner. Now is the perfect time to shop Walmart deals. That's right, Trav. Walmart has so many deals on toys, tech, fashion, and every gift on your loved one's list this year. There's no better feeling than staying under budget all right now and still giving everyone the gifts they've been asking for all year. Jason, what have the, uh, what have the girls been asking for this year? Um, nothing too difficult. I think Ellie asked for a dinosaur. We had Santa come by the house and she literally was, didn't ask, didn't say hi, didn't say anything. She just said, I want a dinosaur. (laughs) Pretty, it's pretty adorable. Wyatt asked for something too. I think she asked for Barbie. That's what it is. Barbie. So hopefully Santa and Walmart come through on both of those. It can be tough finding great deals. Uh, during the holidays, especially with our busy football schedules, which is why I love doing all my shopping online. Walmart has your online shopping needs covered, Jason. You can uh, order on the app for in-store pickup or get gifts delivered right to your doorstep uh, in selected areas. Plus, you can also shop on walmart.com for amazing gifts that are only available online. So get going on their holiday wish list and shop amazing deals from Walmart. Ready, set, gift! Let's uh keep this thing moving. Let's keep it moving. It's all right now. It's time to answer a few no dumb questions because there's no such thing as dumb questions. Just two dumb people talking oh, about yeah. them. No dumb questions is brought to you by our friends at Accelerator Active Energy. <laughs> nice. Accelerator Active Energy drink is available at uh, Amazon. So make sure you guys get that thing sent right to your door. Hey, you. First, uh, no dumb question from Elizabeth Scagliati. If I, I you nailed it, that right. you nailed nice. it. Nice, that's good. Killed it. Five, seven, eighteen. Can NFL players decline to be mic'd up for games? Uh, how do NFL players feel about it? And maybe is oh, this is maybe a no dumb question. Yeah, I mean that's definitely not a dumb question. No, that's a good question. I like that one. It's a fair question. Yeah, you would, can. Uh, you can definitely decline it. You can decline yep. to be mic'd. Done it many times. Yeah, definitely done it before. Um, and you have two different like reasons to be mic the nfl could mic you and your team could mic you but i'm pretty sure that you um you can talk to your team about what gets released on your mic'd up i believe that's pretty uh it's pretty similar in all in all uh, buildings well the way i've always understood is that if the nfl mics you there's less control there than if the team mics you either way being mic'd is a <laughs> it's quite a responsibility yeah, and um, <laughs> listen, a lot of things happen during a game. Emotions get heated. Uh, there are a lot of things said. The stuff that gets released during the mic'd up 
uh, deals ain't half of the stuff that's being said on the sidelines, on the field, stuff like that. Yeah. We try to keep, I think all, I think every team and for the most part, the NFL tries to show the good parts of being mic'd up. I think they're going to avoid the controversial stuff, the, the trash talk that's like excessive. And I think that's good. Everyone's in unison and make the league look as good as possible. Yeah. And I think that that's the right thing to do, but I, you know, sometimes stuff does get come out and that's why you got to let people know that you are mic'd up, which is hard to Even, remember after the yeah, game. It is, you know, and that's yep. kind of where all the, all the like personal conversations happen, you know, or right after the game, when you go up to somebody, somebody that you've known or somebody just played, played against and stuff. Um, like what happened to Saquon and, uh, and Peppers. Yeah. Last week, I believe, um, kind of came out. Peppers was being funny about something that, uh, that, or at least said something to, to Saquon that he didn't want um, as public knowledge. And yeah, it was, it, was, it was supposed to be an A, A and B conversation. Saquon being, you know, mic'd up and the Giants seeing that, the Giants released that footage and uh, kind of made Peppers <laughs> look like he wasn't. You just said it like it was. Dude, it was. I it mean, it was like a delay. It was like the Giants released that footage. <laughs> yeah, it's like, and boom, Giants released it. Let everybody know that Peppers thought his team was ass. So that's messed up. <laughs> that shit's messed up, man. It's yeah, messed up. I mean, yeah, that's why. I honestly, I I used to always decline being mic'd up. I did it for the playoff games because there's a lot of pressure with the documentary and us two playing each other and the Super Bowl and all that stuff that I wanted to have for the rest of my life. But for the most part, I do not like being mic'd up. I don't. I, I feel like. Um, I don't want to try and be any different and I won't be any different. And uh, I am open and honest. You're terrified of the footage that could come out. <laughs> well, I don't think I'm terrified of it. Have you ever hit up your, like pe- like the people in the organization that handle that stuff and been like, Hey, can I see the footage before you release anything and let you know what I don't want on? Yeah. I have a great relationship with all the PR people and, um, They'll let me know if there's a, there was one earlier this year where they're like, Hey, do you want this in it or not? And ultimately I told them I didn't care and they didn't use it anyway. So it didn't matter. I will say this though. I, I love our PR at the, uh, at the chiefs, man. Ted Cruz does a great job of making sure he, uh, he looks out for us in situations like this. And, uh, I love him for it. Shout out to Teddy Cruz. I have found out that me and you are similar in the fact that, um, we just yell a lot. I think we just, we're, we're big screamers. Ah! We're, yeah. Something just gets energy. You're much more quick-witted. I'm more like not no as way. funny. There's my nothing going on up here. Quick. No, you're, there's nothing you're, quick you're about offering, what's going on up here. No, you're yeah. You're instinctual. You're an instinctual man. I'm. I am not that fun to listen to. Mic'd up. The best guys on the Eagles for mic'd up are Fletcher Cox, Brandon Graham, and Darius Slay. Uh, I shouldn't even say it, Slay. Um, and uh, I'll put Lane Johnson in there too. Those are the guys. Like if you're gonna mic up anybody, those are Ooh. And the other sleeper is Slim. Devontae Smith. Slim? Hilarious. He, dude. He's a good one. Slim nice. Reaper. He's a good one. What about Not you guys? Who are the who are the best mic'd up on the uh Chiefs? Um, I'm gonna say uh Jet McKinnon's always a fucking he's always Jet. a good one. And then yep. you can't go wrong with a mic'd up Patty Mahomes, man. You're gonna get some That's good awesome. moments. Pat he's, has uh, some he, really good ones in the mic'd up clips. Yeah, he's got some fucking awesome ones. And then uh Chris Jones, baby. You can't go wrong. Old nine five, baby. Talking talking that talking shit. We found that out firsthand with the episode, how electric he is, but 
have they ever mic'd up Andy Reid for a whole game? To, I bet Andy, Andy says a lot of funny Dude. ass things, but Dude. he's just not in front of cameras or like I would love to hear the unedited version. That's what I'm time. saying. He's just he is saying, like, what the fuck? What the hell is Kelsey He is doing? saying something fucking hilarious. I guarantee it. A lot. And it would be gold content. Just have the Chiefs do it and delete all the stuff that he doesn't want out there. That'd be that'd be awesome. We got to get it done, Ted. Now, now that I, I gave you your shout out, Teddy Cruz, we got to get it done. Let's get it done. <laughs> Andy's there's zero zero percent chance Andy's doing that. Zero, absolute zero. Nice. No shout out to no dumb question. Then yeah, moving on good to uh, JJ Soda Pop on the Club ninety two website. JJ Soda Pop, so he's clearly not a Midwestern guy, because <laughs> we say oh, no, pop. It's just pop. All right, good. Why do some touchdown celebrations get fined and others do not? What is not allowed? So there are certain things that definitely aren't allowed. So you can't use a prop. That is the big one. Except for a football. Football is the only prop you can use. You can use the football, but you can't use the pie line. You can't touch the goalpost. Can't do. Yeah, Tyree grabbed a photographer's phone phone. and did a. Do you hear that? I think that guy got. I don't think he's allowed on the sideline anymore. They punished that I guy. Think, who, I think Tyreek like looked out for him though and is helping him he out. He did. Yeah. Right, he's either he, he Tyreek either writes a good referral or he's uh he's making <laughs> sure that he he gets settled for uh accidentally getting him fired. That's that's good good on Tyreek. It's a good man. It's a good man right there. Yeah, but those are the big ones. The, the, you can't use um pie lines. Is there there's like a you can do choreographed ones, but they can't be long right like well how does do you know what that stipulation is i, I don't think there's a time limit i think you're just, you're just dealing with the play cock the play clock as long as you get back for the uh as long as you get the, the guys that aren't on field goal get off the field in time for the kick i think there's i don't think there's, there's like no a time issue? limit on yeah oh i thought there was like a, a, a i could a be time wrong period. About this. i could yeah. i could be wrong about this but well, you know more about touchdown celebrations than I do. Half the time I'm walking off the field because I'm trying to get my fat ass on the bench and get some oxygen. No, no, no. You're over there celebrating. Don't act like you don't be in there celebrating. Sometimes. If it's a big play and I still got fresh legs, I'm celebrating. But if it's after a grueling drive, <laughs> I am deep breathing my ass to the sideline, high-fiving people on the way to the bench. I don't think I've ever celebrated a tush push or brotherly shove touchdown. It is like... Yeah, no. <laughs> I just scream and then yell off the field. <laughs> Do you pre-plan your touchdown celebrations ever? No, I think I I did like two when I was younger, like one or two when I was younger. I'd get a haircut and the little kid will come up and say, "Do the nene or hit the hit the quan or something." And I'm like, "All right, yeah, I'll do that." So you take suggestions? I did. I really don't. I'm kind of like you now. I just, when we score, I don't really have too much energy. You don't take suggestions anymore? No, I don't do any more suggestions. All right. No suggestions box over here. No suggestion fun. box over here. I, that might um, be fun. No. Yeah. Why don't you take suggestions? I don't take suggestions because I don't score touchdowns, Travis. Yeah, but you, you've you probably done more touchdown celebrations this year than I have because you celebrate with everybody. I've done none. What are you talking about? I haven't celebrated like any of them. You got the, you got the, you got Mossed with. Oh, I did do that one. Yeah. And with, then you got the, uh, you got another one. From this year, the, the dancer one was from last year. Where I was, yeah, like, the dancer one was from last year, which is an iconic one that everybody will remember forever. <laughs> you did something else this year. I forget what it was. 
I can't remember. I think, yeah, I forget what it was. Either way, 92% of us call his ass out. He 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 definitely dances more than me. Yeah, I uh, I think I just, you know, you just got to feel it out, man. You get in the zone yeah. and you just feel the electricity of the, the moment and you just hit it, you know? So it's like getting on the dance floor and hearing a groove. You don't just like, you, you know, just, hey, oh, you just hit the fucking, you know what I mean? You just got to feel it out sometimes. You don't, you don't always got to have something planned. It feels like there's a lack of creativity recently in touchdowns. Like, I feel like for a few the years there, Dolphins just had a real was, good one. The roller coaster they one. Did I didn't see, see that one, dude. They I don't had like a real those good ones. One. I don't like when it's like it was a team. It was good. I'm not a fan of the the that's overly done. I like when it's just one guy. That's the uh, the basketball. Uh, yeah, the, <laughs> the river dancing scene. one or whatever they're doing with the, <laughs> the Irish jig to basketball. Yeah, uh, damn, that's good. Great movie. Oh, what a good movie, man. I don't, uh, yeah, I like it when it's just one person doing something funny. When it's too choreographed, it's like, okay, this is, this is over over the top, too much. Well, thank you for that no dumb question, JJ Soda Pop. From a 92% on Club 92, if you had to rank your favorite cereals, what would your top five be? It's hard to man. just name five. Fuck. Yeah. This is and tough, this is, man. This is a good question because I've recently gotten back into the cereal game. I was... I probably didn't before I had kids. I probably didn't have cereal for, I mean, a long time. Like it was completely removed from my diet. Yeah, I never got away from cereal. I've always been going and getting some good two percent milk. Two percent. I'm a whole milk guy now. We grew up on two percent, but I'm all about that whole milk. Something about the I don't know the childhood Reduced like nostalgia fat. of going up there yeah. and just getting that blue top. The blue top. You know? Yeah, I hear you. Yeah, let's start at five. What are you going with? You want to lead off? Or you want me to lead it off? I'll jump on. I'll, I'll get after it. All right, what's go, your fifth ranked? Fifth ranked, man. Fifth can't be, you know, a fan favorite. It's kind of got to be, for me, um, just a consistent, always good for me, and that's Apple Jacks, man. I fucking Ooh. love some good Apple Jacks, man. Fuck. Great cereal. It is, Great it is very cereal, good. man. Apple Jacks, I, fucking. I, I was thinking the same lines that you were thinking, but I was even going more basic, okay. and that's Cheerios. Cheerios? Yeah, See, because I – Cheerios, but here, you got to hear my – Cheerios are higher up there, though, because okay, you can well, turn well, you Cheerios. Can get to your, you can get to the rest you, of yours. Let me do my number five, okay? Okay. I'm going Cheerios because of the ability to dress them up. You can do whatever you want to them. That's why they're higher. It's they're higher on the list. All right. Well, we'll see what the fans think. I got them at five because as a standalone, Cheerios aren't bringing much to the table comparative to some of the other higher items. What are you pairing but, them with? From where they're at, I don't care if it's Honey Nut. I don't even know if they make regular Cheerios anymore. I've only ever, I mean, but you can put sugar on it. You can put fruit oh, in there. We used to have so the, much. We used to have the the freaking pot of fucking sugar. I know. I know exactly what you're Right about. next to where we used to make. And but we that's just why they're five because you have to add sugar to it. They're tr They're trying to be a little bit too healthy, so. They snuck in frosted Cheerios and fucking completely changed the game. But those aren't as good. It's not as good as the dumping your own sugar on it. There's part of that process of dressing the Cheerios up. But then you then you dump the sugar on the frosted Cheerios. Okay, well now you just <laughs> and add ridiculous. strawberries. And <laughs> oh my gosh, oh my gosh! All right, what's your and that's how you wake up in the morning, kids. What's your four? What's your four spot? Oh, man, four is damn. This is where it gets tight. <laughs> it's where it gets tough, man. I'm gonna have to go Captain Crunch Berries. I'm gonna go Captain Crunch Berries. Captain Crunch Berries. 
If I was a child, I would have said the same thing, but I've gotten off of Captain Crunch Berries as an adult. But Captain Crunch Berries is good. It's very good cereal. Dude, so good. Where are you going? I, I literally have, and I wrote mine down because I have my notepad that you made fun of me for, so I have my list already made up. Um, I good have you, uh, just regular Captain Crunch at number four. I didn't know if I wanted to put Captain Crunch Berries or Peanut Butter Captain Crunch in the same spot. I like all three. Oh, Peanut Butter Captain Crunch is so fucking good. I just went with the original. Uh, that's fair. If you want to, if you want to put all these into them, I'm kind of yeah. putting them all at number four. Yeah, like I, yeah. I, I still prefer on like a standard, regular basis, old school Captain Crunch, even though it does cut the shit out of the roof of your mouth. Um, it's delicious. Yep. All right, what do you got? Three. Um, I'm gonna say uh, you can have Cheerios in your top five. I don't want them in there. AKA, I fucked up my order, and now I'm just gonna leave them off. Um, all right. Lucky Charms. I'm going Lucky Charms. I just, you can't beat the marshmallows. And I think it's good. It's a good it's pick. So it's a very solid good, pick. Dude. It's hard for me to keep it at three, but these next two, I just, you can't beat these next two. Yeah. Well, hopefully, I, I, I have a feeling one of my, I think we're going to have some similar ones in the top three, but we'll find out. But Well, we, we grew up in the same house, yeah. Number three, I got Cinnamon Toast Crunch. You just can't. Love yeah. Cinnamon Toast Crunch. It's, it's got to be on the top five. You don't think best. it's in the top five? No, it's got to be. That's probably yeah, my, yeah. Number that's my number two. Yeah, that's like the best just go-to. You don't have anything else lying around. We're just putting milk in this thing, and it's going to be effing delicious. Effing delicious, yeah. Yeah, fucking delicious. Sorry. Forgot that we're trying to send kids to college. <laughs> and <laughs> as to your Lucky Charms at number three, I have Lucky Charms at number two. Ooh, so we just flopped. We flopped Captain, Captain Crunch and Lucky Charms. All right. I, I guess so, yeah. So where are you at? What's your number two? Captain Crunch. Captain Crunch. Nice. No. So you no, have no, Captain no, Crunch. No, 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 Cinnamon, Cinnamon Toast Crunch. I got right, my crunch. So that's fine. fucked up. So two and three for both of us is Lucky Charms, Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Yep. Number one, should we say it at the same time if it's going to yep. be the same one? It's 1,000% the same one. There's no way. This is going to be like, all right. Three, two, one. Reese's, Reese's Peanut Butter Puffs. Ah! Dude, it's undefeated, dude. It's so freaking good. It's candy. It's the best. It's just candy I and cereal form. I could eat a form. whole box right now. It Literally so an entire box. I could Especially fucking put it in a popcorn at- bowl and just fucking add the entire <laughs> gallon of milk to it and just walk it. It's just so good. absolutely walk it. I will eat it. It will take me like three hours to do it, and I'll just be eating the soggy ones at the bottom that I still enjoy because the cereal is so fucking good. Dude, I do think that there's like a magic. I, I think that I'm not a big fan of Reese Puffs Dry. I like it oh, you gotta medium get soggy to you gotta. completely soggy. Yep. Like, I think it's better when the milk starts getting into that. Mm. I think it's ridiculous that it's a cereal that you give, like, children to, like, eat for. <laughs> like, Dad, can I have candy for breakfast? No, don't be ridiculous. You got to eat something that's good for you. Have some Reese's peanut butter puffs. <laughs> Dude. I don't really see that that's much different. I'm just like, dude, basically we used to have milk boxes of that shit, dude. Boxes. Well, that's because it. it was delicious. And I think dad folded because he loves Reese's. And- <laughs> <laughs> he used to sneak a bowl in when we left. He really didn't like us eating Lucky Charms, but for some reason, Reese's peanut butter puffs, he didn't care about. Peanut butter. It's got protein in it. So, yeah. Well, that's, uh, that's the top five. What you didn't put Kelsey's Crunch on the top five for you. Yeah, well, I think that's, yeah, it's like putting yourself on your own Mount Rushmore. You just can't do it. <laughs> I learned my lessons, Jason. I'm a co- that's good. I'm coachable. That's good. I'm coachable. 
Fair enough. Fair enough. That does it for No Dumb Questions, brought to you by Accelerator Active Energy Drink. All right, now get you a Peach Paradise and go on Amazon and get some energy. Shout out to another one of our sponsors. Shout out. State Farm. That's right. State Farm helps you score an affordable price when you bundle home and auto insurance with the personal price plan. The personal price plan lets you call the plays so you can choose the home and auto insurance coverage that fits your needs at a price you can afford. And bundling home and auto? Well, that's a pro move. And just another way to save with the State Farm personal price plan. All right, 992%ers, go ahead and talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts, and savings and eligibility vary by state. State Farm is there. We need to shout out uh, another one of our sponsors, Trev. That's right. It's probably the one that you see us drinking all the time. That's because it's Accelerator Active Energy Drink. Chug, 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 I'm going to be up all night, baby, and I'm going to be locked the fuck in. (laughs) If you've been looking for something with zero sugar that gives you sustained energy and gets the metabolism going, but also gives you the enhanced focus, you need to do your holiday shopping or take care of three kids or even two Irish wolfhounds playing the NFL. You know, I drink these things before every game. You got to check out Accelerator Active Energy Drink. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, the best energy drink you can find. We all know there's nothing like signature plant-based thermogenics when it comes to getting the boost of energy you need to record a podcast each and every week. Trav, what you sipping on over there? Man, I got this Peach Paradise and this Rocket Pop, but Jason, what you drinking on? Uh, Tropical, no, I got Island Guava and I just finished the Cherry Lime right over there. Cherry limeade. Sorry. The cherry limeade cracks. Accelerator Active Energy is available at Amazon. 92%ers. Get some. All (laughs) righty. Let's let's tee up some bold topics to uh, wrap up week 13 in the NFL. Uh, Trav, let's uh, let's get to this. Fuck this week, man. 49ers, 42, Eagles, 19. Jason, want to hit me with any initial thoughts? Yeah, we got our asses kicked. It wasn't a good performance. Um, you know, 49ers executed at a high level. They're a good team. Shout out, or kudos to them for putting together a good game. No, they got a, they got a lot of energy right now, man. Yeah, they got good players, great coaches. Uh, you know, they're they're on a good streak right now, and yes, sir. You know, it was not a not a good performance by us. Let's start with maybe some uh, some post game quotes. Um, you're in a post game interview, it's, uh, in quotes saying, um, "We're not good enough right now. We're." disappointed in the way we performed but i still have the utmost confidence in everybody in this locker room on both sides of the ball yep yeah what happens after a game like this man well you go watch the tape you make the corrections i mean listen we 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 have good players on both sides of the ball that's what i know and you know when you have good players you can get things corrected i know it was a awful performance i mean um not the way that we wanted that game to go by any means you know, I look at our receivers. I look at our quarter. Like, I, I think the players are there. Did we play to our level? No. And part of that's you got to give credit to the 49ers. They played at a very high level across the board, offense and defense. You know, I think our defense, obviously, it's not a great game for them. Uh, they started out hot, had two three and out drives to start. We went down in the red zone, didn't get touchdowns. Ultimately, 
I think that that was a big part of um, something that we could have capitalized on. We go down early, score touchdowns instead of coming away with field goals on those first two possessions, and we're up 14. I do think the game's a little bit different. Uh, but, you know, with the way they were playing on offense, how they were clicking, um, you know, it was going to be hard. The other thing that I think – I know the defense is catching a lot of flack right now, but, I mean, both sides of the ball are, but the defense obviously a rough outing for them. We got to do a better job, in my opinion, as an offense of keeping them off the field. They have played a record amount of snaps for the, through the last two games. In NFL history, no defense has played more snaps through two games than our defense. It's not fair to them. I think now part of that is self-inflicted. They got to get off the field on third down. They got to make stops. But part of it's us putting drives together that, you know, maintain control of the game. And I think that we haven't been consistent enough on offense. At times, we are there and we are clicking and it, and they're great. Um, uh, they're great drives, but it's just not consistent enough right now. So we got plenty of things to clean up on both sides of the ball. But the reason I still have confidence, I still, I, I still think we have good players. I think we have great players and I think we have great coaches. So to me, I know it's a very poor performance on our end, but you know, I think that ultimately we're going to learn from this. We're going to get better from it. The defense is going to correct you know, the motions and things that screwed them up and gave them fit issues in the run game. Yeah. Uh, offensively, I, I didn't execute on two of the run plays. Um, I know that, you know, the receivers, like every Jalen, everybody's got stuff that they need to get corrected and that we will get corrected. So that's why I still have confidence in everybody in our team. So as you should, as you said, and Jalen uh, post game talked about how you guys haven't played to the standard uh, that you set in the culture that you set in the locker room. And then even Kevin Byard um, asked about the defensive struggles. And he said, you know, your, your culture is defined when things aren't going well. And man, oh man, have we heard, heard that in Philly before, man, you know, it ain't, it ain't how you, it ain't how hard you hit. It's how hard you, you can get hit. And um, sure enough, um, he's, He's looking at how he can get better, and that's exactly what this his quote is saying at the end is, uh, we'll see what type of culture we have and how we handle this. And I mean, everybody's just saying the right things, and you guys know how great of a team you guys can be. That's a that's a tough that's a tough one to lose. And in particular, what Kevin said, you know, I think that that's like I've said that exact same thing before, and it's so true. Everybody is having fun and connected and going well when things are going well. When you're winning games, shocker, people don't complain much, whether you're getting the ball or not. You can't complain when you're winning games. You know, when when all of a sudden you start losing, bad teams and bad cultures start to say, well, you know, this guy's not doing this, or I'm not get, being involved in that, or that, I'm not doing this, that guy's not Fuck doing that. that. All this means is everybody needs to try and look in the mirror and assess how they can, one, improve their own game, and two, how they can service their teammates and help them get better. It has nothing to do with who's at fault, why any of that stuff like you make the corrections don't get me wrong you make the coaching points but we move on baby we're going on to the next one fuck are we embarrassed about the way we performed absolutely um not the way we wanted to get that have that game go credit to the 49ers i mean they played a great game they have a great team and um you know we're gonna uh move on to this next game this week that's about it well it was a it was a chippy game from the from the get-go um even in warm-ups yeah. uh Kind of um, doing some extracurricular stuff. Uh, Sirianni was even fired up early on, um, as he's always fired up. But yeah. um, it's a fired coach. Yeah, and then uh, during the game, obviously, it got a little chippy with uh, Dre Greenlaw getting ejected. Um, our a fan favorite, Dom uh, DeSandro, um, being a part of that. Yeah, 
<laughs> Big Dom. Did you feel early on that it was going to be just a fist fight of a kind of game? Listen, we knew it was going to be a fist fight. Both teams wanted this one. 49ers have been excited to get this game on their schedule for a while. There's no question about it. And we were excited about it. I don't think it was that chippy. I really don't. I think the guys are playing hard. Greenlaw is playing hard. Shed he me for a block does. early. He yeah, does. he's a good player. Like, listen, like he's a good player for Warner's good. They have great players on their defense. I don't even think what Greenlaw did on the sideline was that like it was a personal foul, but it's like one of those ones where it's like, listen, he's on the sideline, he's trying to make a play, and he's playing hard. I didn't think that it was that chippy. And I don't think Dom meant anything. He was just trying to separate the two in the instance. Like Dom is not the first person, a coach, strength coach, uh, staff member that is separated people on a sideline who are getting in each other's faces. I think you don't want – nobody wanted anything to happen, right? And I don't think that – I know Dom and I trust that what he was trying to do was just diffuse the situation. You know, when you're when people are on the sidelines, people get in together, you, people try and separate them. I don't think it's a huge deal either way, but whatever. I hear you. That's my own feelings on it. But I uh, always love when Big Dom is getting airtime, even though this might not be one of the best reasons to – uh, he's just said he means so much to our organization and a guy that, um, you know, I think a lot of players, uh, love in this building. So, well, any final thoughts on the, uh, on the actual game, brother? No, I mean, listen, we gotta, yeah, we gotta play better. And I think that I like what Kevin said, when you, when you lose games like that, uh, you, you have to go back in and just see how to improve. And listen, they're a great team. And I know that we got taken to the woodshed. There ain't no question about it. But I didn't see like our defensive line just getting obliterated off the ball, right? I didn't see our offensive line just getting crushed at the line of security. Like I didn't see the things to me that are ultra concerning that like we don't have the pieces to get it done or that yeah. we don't have the coaches to get it done. I think that it looks really bad. Um, there's no question about it, but I still think we have great players and great coaches. So because I believe that, I think that we're going to make the corrections. I think we're going to get it fixed. And um, I look forward to going out there. This is the beautiful, beautiful thing about the NFL is, you know, we get to go out there against the Cowboys and uh, show who we are next week. Nice. And, you know, until the season's over, you still get to prove who you are each and every week. Yeah. There's still another opportunity. And, um, you know, we look forward to that this week. I hear you, brother. Well, uh, before we move on to my game, uh, it's Howie season. That's right. Hey! Well, uh, Monday, the Eagles, yeah, the Eagles <laughs> maybe uh, got some good news in signing Colts All-Pro, former Colts All-Pro uh, Shaquille Leonard um, to a one-year deal after he took a visit to Philly last week. That's right. Guys, unbelievable talent. Um, and regardless of how the guys are that you have playing right now, uh, which they're playing very good at linebacker um, when healthy and all that. Yeah. Yeah. Zach Cunningham has been awesome this year. Moro, we've, we've had good linebacker play for the most part. Having Shaq is, I mean, it's an addition to anybody's team. Yeah, it's a talented player. You, you, who knows smart what player, happens? man. Yeah. Smart, talented, uh, experienced. You know, I think that we're getting to the point in the season where, you know, having any amount of depth, of players at any position means a lot. You're going to, you know, hopefully every team stays healthy, but that's not the way it usually works. And having another guy in there that is uh, this quality level of player, however he fits in is going to be a, a net gain for the Philadelphia Eagles. So super fired up that he's going to be in our building. Uh, I know a lot of guys saw him last week when he came in for his visit. I missed him. 
but uh, shoot, I'm really excited to get to know him. And um, yeah, that's about it. That's all I got. Well, Shaq, welcome to the uh, welcome to the Eagles, brother. All righty, you ready to uh, get to this Packers game? Let's do it. Packers twenty-seven, Chiefs nineteen on Sunday Night Football. Um, yeah, man, what do you what are your initial thoughts from the game? You know, it's uh, it, it, I said it after the game, and it's just hats off to the Packers. They executed better than us, man. Um, you know, we were in the game, uh, start to finish. Uh, didn't end uh, the way we wanted it to, but we still uh, we still had a chance to tie it there at the end and go into OT. Um, but in the first half, two possessions in the first half, man, uh, the Packers did a great job of um, kind of controlling the clock uh, in a sense. But um, I thought we I thought we played pretty damn good uh, in terms of moving the ball. We had a 13 play drive and I think a, a 14 play drive, both ending up in points, but getting down on the five yard line and having to settle for a field goal is, you know, that's the difference between 14 to six and 14, 14 going into the third quarter. You know what I mean? So trying to score touchdowns instead of field goals um, is obviously always the game plan. Um, but that's, that's huge going into the second half where we ended up coming out the first drive in the second half and scoring a touchdown immediately. You know, it felt like we were having success uh, and that we really weren't getting stopped. Um, but, the defense, their defense was kind of like that, that bend don't break in the first half. And um, the second half were just limited of possessions. I feel like we had one three and out. Um, and that felt like it was like, I don't know, one of the biggest drives of the game looking back on it. You know, if we would have found a way to get a touchdown there or get points right there, um, I think it was at the end of the third quarter or even even maybe in the fourth. But if, either way. There's going to be moments in the in the in the year that you get challenged more than ever, man. And I think you got to be able to grow through that. And that that talk goes back to kind of what you guys are talking about over there in Philly in in terms of the culture. I'm not worried about how everybody played. I think we got a lot of great character guys in this building that that give a damn and want to get shit fixed. And we're going to get it fixed. And uh that's never that's never been a doubt in my mind. Um and that's because of the head man Andy Reid setting the tone, setting the tempo, challenging guys um, maybe even having to call a few guys out face to face, and I, uh, I, I love that shit, man. I love it, and I, I, I'm excited to get back out there tomorrow, get back at practice, find a way to, you know, bring the juice, bring the energy, um, help set that culture, uh, that that we have in place, or help reiterate that culture, and um, and you know, it's just um, like you said, man, just get an opportunity. We got an even bigger challenge this week going up against the Buffalo Bills, um, but. Uh, do you want to go through this game, man? Whatever you got for me, that's my initial thoughts. You know, second half, you guys are able to keep it close, and it, you know, it's it's always a game, um, and anybody's game for the taking. And I'm not gonna lie, I feel like whenever Pat gets the ball with some time left of the game, always even though a I, chance, I think baby. you guys are out of timeouts, like I'm like, you know what, this is still this could still definitely happen for him. But yeah, you guys get the ball. Uh, you're down 24-19 with a minute nine left, and. Um, you know, it's just a lot of things that happen. You know, you get the you get the personal foul, unnecessary roughness on Pat early. That was, you know, a little bit, you know, could have gone either way, I think. Uh, but it benefit from that. Then you have the Rasheed fumble, which ends up not being a fumble. Uh, and, but unfortunately, Pacheco gets the uh, personal foul on it. So when it gets overturned, instead of being at the 30, now all of a sudden you're back closer to midfield. But you still got 49 seconds left. And um, I'm not going to lie, the Valdez-Scantling one, and I'm 
not a big fan of complaining about referees. I think referees have a hard enough job, so I'm not going to complain about them. But this was a call that I think was probably missed. I mean, it's textbook pass interference. You know, you know he puts his, you know, he puts himself in between the defender and the ball. The defender has to go through his back. I don't know how this one isn't called. Even though I'm a fan of letting guys play, and maybe I shouldn't say it because Pat certainly doesn't want it said. He was quoted as saying at the end of the game, they let the guys play, and I'm all about that. And you know what? I'm about that too. But yeah. that was a frustrating one, I'm sure. Yeah, it was. And, you know, you like to you like to pride yourself on those situational football, like the end of game, end of half, um, those two-minute drives, how you're going to approach those situations with timeouts, without timeouts. Like there's so much that you go over in offense for those situations, and we pride ourselves in being situationally aware, man. Um, and, you know, going into that final drive, we had a, all the confidence in the world that we could score a touchdown and we had a good two-point play, com- like a good two-point play in the uh, in the holster. And it's like, you know, I don't know. It's just – it's it's frustrating uh, the, way it, the way it happened, but um, you got to try and keep yourself out of that situation. I keep looking at that first half and finding a way to get touchdowns. Uh, that third that – third, uh, or the the third quarter deal where we had the three and out. I just feel like we have all the all the all the confidence that um, every single drive we can put up points, and um, I feel like we got all the guys we need, man. We just got to keep executing and keep finding ways to win these tight tight games, man. And uh, and sometimes it just you know it takes losing one maybe two to to figure out exactly how to come together in those situations. And yep. uh, and I feel like that's what we're doing right now, man. In particular, I liked. I also liked your quote afterwards on the officials. You know, I ain't going to blame this on anybody but ourselves. I think that that gets lost a lot of times because these crucial things happen at the end of games. People forget about the rest of the game. Where you, where there were other opportunities that this call isn't in a position to decide a game, right? And um, I think that that shows that you guys aren't putting it on that because you know you had your opportunities. Yeah. The Chiefs had their opportunities. Um, they didn't capitalize on them, and Green Bay capitalized on the ones that they had. Like, And, you know, kudos to Green Bay. Jordan Love is making some, I mean, absolutely insane He's throws. making some big plays. Dude, he'll put he's it up, he'll put it up, up his for his guys. Foot, like, up in the air. I'm like, dude, that is a, I don't know, that's a risky throw to make, and it was falling in the right spot. Yeah, he, he's going to give his guys a chance to make a play, man. For sure. So, yeah, I know you guys – aren't happy with yourselves, but just reading how you guys are responding, I got no doubt you guys are going to come back with a reinvigorated effort to get things fixed and get back on the right track. Just being in the building today, man. You can feel yeah. it. We're, uh, nice. we're going to try and get back on track, man. Well, LeBron's stat for both of our games. Um, yeah, from user Dryden Don on the New Heights Reddit page, uh, the LeBron stat is this is the first time both Kelseys played and lost since the start hmm. of New Heights Podcast, which hmm. that is definitely a LeBron stat. 100% that's a LeBron <laughs> That is such a made-up nonsense stat, but yeah, yeah. that's perfect. We're, we're glad somebody's pointing it out this week, uh, I guess. Uh, just, uh, yeah, just as it just said, um, this is the first time we've lost. The other situations that have happened throughout um, the New Heights Podcast tenure, now two seasons, uh, 17 times, uh, plus two playoff games, we both have won during the podcast weeks. There are four times, plus the Super Bowl, where Kansas City has won and Philadelphia has lost. So essentially five losses that Philadelphia has had. 
six times that Kansas City has lost, which is Philadelphia has won and KC has lost. Uh, one time KC has won with a Philly bye. One time Philly has won with a Kansas City bye. Both had a bye one time. And then, of course, this is the first time both have lost. Mm-hmm. Since the podcast has started, we do have a 97% win percentage. Another LeBron stat. That is, uh, that's the LeBron so, stat for real. That's the, one. Uh, that's the one that sounds real nice, looks real nice. LeBron. Not sure what it means. <laughs> I guess it means that we both had two good seasons so far. We got really good um, teams. <laughs> not sure yeah. what the podcast has to do with anything. Absolutely nothing. <laughs> but uh, we just both need to get our asses into the building, put some work in, and get it back on track. If you know one thing about this show, it's that uh, sometimes you'll see a giant dog behind me. And you've probably been wondering just what it is uh, that I feed that thing. And the answer is the farmer's dog. Oh, the farmer's dog makes and delivers fresh, healthy dog food. It's recommended by vets, nutritionally balanced, and made from human-grade ingredients in safe, clean kitchens. That's right. And my wife prefers that they eat this over the gophers in the backyard. It doesn't matter if your dog is young or old. It's always the right time to begin investing in their health, uh, helping you live more healthy, happy, and full years together. The farmer's dog isn't just higher quality food. They also send the food pre-portioned specifically for your dog based on their unique nutritional needs. So get 50% off your first box of fresh, healthy food at thefarmersdog.com slash new heights. Plus, you get free shipping. Just go to thefarmersdog.com slash new heights to get 50% off. That's thefarmersdog.com slash new heights. The holidays are here, and that means one thing. It's time to break out my favorite outerwear from... True Classic. Ooh, True Classics, uh, ultra-comfortable, perfect-fitting essentials make for the perfect gift for guys in your life. That's right. From jackets to jeans to sweaters, everything they make is crafted with premium fabrics to help you look and feel great. And right now, for a limited time, you can get everyone's favorite gifts at a discounted rate. That's right. Get 25% off your first order at trueclassic.com slash newheights. It's tough to find premium basics online that fit right, but True Classic uh, has you covered and at an affordable price. And if you're looking for a more formal look, uh, they've got you covered with that too. They just launched five different styles of button-ups, a new sweater that feels like cashmere, Ooh, and fleece jackets to warm up during that cold weather. Damn, that shit, you just made that shit sound amazing. I'm going right uh, after we get off this uh, podcast. Jim. All right, now. So if you're ready to upgrade your closet, shop now with our exclusive link at trueclassic.com slash new heights and save up to 25% on your first order. End the year with holiday cheer. Thanks to True Classic. Moving on to some player insights and NFL storylines to round up week 13. Why don't you uh, get us going there, Jason? Let's start with the Rams. All right. All right. Browns game. Now, the Rams have kept their playoff chances alive with a 36-19 win over the Browns and new quarterback Joe Flacco. That's right, making his first start. Uh, The highlight of this game, however, was Miles Garrett getting himself into another helmet-related predicament. This guy can't get away from it. This time, it looks like a completely uh, incidental, not on purpose helmet incident where it just got caught in the offensive lineman's uh, face mask. It's a good old, just helmet to helmet football, baby. It's happened before. It's, um, you know, it's listen, when somebody comes with the force that comes at you, (laughs) comes at you with the force that miles Garrett does. Sometimes when those helmets hit, 
they bend a little bit and they can kind of get like wedged in there. Yeah. And uh, that's exactly what this looks like. It that's looks what, like yeah, 100%. It kind of looks like it's in the side of the head, though. So I wonder if he kind of almost like was getting blindsided there. It yeah. kind of looks like it's at a weird angle. A little trap. It? Yeah. Yeah. He's getting a little crunch block, a little crack. Just take some time, pop them off, and get back at it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We got a clip. Let's see how good we are at assessing the evidence. Let's see what this play looked like. Oh, their helmets got caught. Look at that. Nice. <laughs> way in the backfield, so I don't think it was a trap. No. Nope. Looks like a pass. He also plays DN, so it might have been fucking just a crack, toss crack. Maybe he was dipping and ripping. Miles got some good FaceTime. How about that? Your helmet comes off. Always good FaceTime, baby. You already know. Hey. Keep killing it. Marketing that brand, brother. There we go. Cavs owner. Always that. Now, that's a cool man. This dude is a, uh, he Wait, jumped what? in. And he's he's uh, one of the owners of the Cleveland Cavaliers now, I believe. Miles Garrett is? Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> Big Cavs household over here, baby. We were, yeah, back when it was the gun the... arena. But oh. yeah, still, still fans, not as the Get me fired up. The, yeah, baby. The gun. Oh, God, man, that's some good shit right there, boys. Back when we couldn't even fill that place. That's right. That's right. The tail end of Mark Price's years and the start Brandon of the Ricky McKnight. Davis, Darius Miles. <laughs> there we going go. crazy up there in Cleveland, baby. And then we got the witness, the LeBron, the chosen one, baby. Don't forget Zajunas. Big Z. I mean, there's we got a bunch of fan favorites. I mean, there are so many. So Wesley Person, couldn't miss. Terrell Brandon. I can go down. I could go down a rabbit hole of just <laughs> Cleveland Cavaliers that people really don't remember being Cleveland Cavaliers. <laughs> oh my gosh! Trajan Langdon, Dewan Wagner was supposed to be like the fucking. He had he was like scoring hundred points a game in high school. New Jersey guy, but uh, Boozer, Bobby Sura, not as big of a fan. Bobby Sura, man, oh, he was sweet. Florida State, yeah, uh, shooting guard, I believe. Who else was fucking sweet for the Cavs, man? Oh, God. Early, ooh, early Carlos Boozer. I said, I said Boozer. Boozer I feel like nice. he's not a fan favorite, though, because of the way he left. Ooh, another good one. Tractor Trailer. <laughs> Tractor Trailer? Which one's that one? Robert Trailer, Michigan University. RIP. Baby. I don't remember him. Wally Zerbiak, and also Wally an Ohio Zerbiak guy. Is a great yeah, one. he's a yeah. Miami of Ohio guy. That's right. Um, man, we had some good ones. Anderson Verjao. Yeah, Andy there's been B. some some electric guys, yeah. No question yeah. about Eric it. Eric Snow, shout out to the Kent McKinley. Hey. We've had some go. good ones, man. We've had some good ones over the years. If we're going to say LeBron, we got to say shout out to K-Love, man. Woo! K-Love, Kyrie. Kevin Love, yeah. Yeah. Bringing a championship. Let's fucking go. Shump. Let's fucking go, boys. Oh, God. Fire me up. I was at the parade. <laughs> Commissioner Roger Goodell uh, wants to permanently ban the brotherly shove. That's right. It's all coming to an end. Once the commission starts talking about it and saying he wants to get it done, it's going to get done, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, Mr. Goodell just made all our lives a little easier in the NFL outside of the Eagles <laughs> organization. Uh, per the Athletics, Diana Russini. Shout out to Diana. Commissioner Goodell reportedly wants the play removed from the game permanently. Banning the play would still have to be voted on by the competition committee and passed by the owners to vote on it. But uh, three members of the competition committee uh, come from Philadelphia's um, NFC East rivals, according to the report. So oh, it's looking, yeah. looking like you guys, not uh, yeah, it's not, not too good for the, uh, the newly brotherly shove. Where you guys illegally push each other in the back. Um, well, it's legal. Jason, right now. do you fully expect yet. it to be banned next season at this point? I mean, yeah, are you I just sick know. of the debate? I feel like every time we talk yeah. about this, you're just like, Listen, fuck this. 
ban it. I, I, I really, at this point, I don't care. I'm over the discussion about it. And to be fair, it would just be banning like the push in the back. You got everybody would still be able to run the QB sneak, sneak. I think. Yeah. Well, that's where I'm kind of like, you know, whatever, just we were, we were really good at running quarterback sneak before we did the push. I don't think that it's a necessary part for it. It certainly helps. There's no question about it, but I think, um, listen, I just, I don't have the energy to care about whether it gets banned or not. Uh, we're going to run it right now because we're good at it and it's effective and whatever they do next season, we'll figure out a way to do something at a high level and make it effective. I don't know. I mean, uh, I don't think it makes sense to really worry about it. Um, you know, I, I don't know. It used to be illegal to push the runner. Then they changed the rules. So I don't think it um, – yeah, I mean, they can push on defense. Yeah, I don't know. I got nothing. I think you're right on. Whatever they want to do. I don't think I don't I, I just don't know I, I don't know if if it's for a health reason I don't think a lot of guys get injured on it so I don't think that's a good reason if it's for an unfair advantage we've already seen other teams do it at not as good of a success level so I don't know that it's that big of a competitive advantage um, I, I think that a lot of it is going to get banned just because quite frankly um, it, a lot of coaches and defensive coaches in particular don't want to have to defend it or it's um you know, it's, it's it's a high percentage chance that it's going to work. So they've complained enough that now people want to see it gone. And, you know, at this point, I'm not really going to get into it too much. Um, I get both sides of it. Whatever they want to do, I don't. Yeah. Not gonna bother they, me. What's crazy is they change fucking rules like this all the time. Like uh, we used to be able to cut out in the open. Like we used to be able to just drop cut DBs and linebackers as long as we were going downfield. And it's like when they stopped doing that, it was like, damn, that's gonna kind of eliminate a lot of big plays because getting a guy off of his legs and on the ground is a huge advantage to have, especially in space. I was against that change too because first of all, there just weren't that many guys that got hurt on cut blocks. It happened. I mean, Brian Cushing got cut from behind, and it was a big deal. I mean, it tore his ACL. Yeah. It was a bad play. I mean, yeah. so well, I get why you want to – clipping. But yeah. I, I get why, like, there's a health perspective, right, where they're trying to make the game and players look out for safety, right? But in my opinion, when they took out cut blocking, all that does is – because who is the perfect person to cut? Somebody who's running out of control. Out of control. If yeah. somebody is in control, it's you can't you cut that you person. You can't cut them, yeah. So, like – now all these guys have to do now is just run as fast as they want. And there's no repercussions for them being out of control before it's like, Hey, you want to be out of control. I'm going to cut your legs out from underneath you. It slows it down. So now these guys are taking bigger hits up top potentially, but they, I, so I don't know that it gets what you're trying to have accomplished whenever you get rid of these things. But regardless you know, listen, you play with what you have. Everybody's out here doing it for good reasons. If they do brand the, ban the brotherly shove, there'll be a good reason behind it that the commissioner wants to get done. And I, I think that whether people agree with it or not, it is what it is. And we move forward. And um, yeah, cup blocking got removed, you know, and it happened for both sides. Now tackles can try and run through cornerbacks, you know, chess because cornerbacks aren't allowed to cut the tackle on space. You move forward. Yeah, you, play, you, you play the game that's played. You know what I mean? We were 36 uh, for 38 right, running quarterback sneaks before the push. Uh, Brian Baldinger released a, Damn, a video. A, Shout out to Baldy. Baldy breakdowns. 
Uh, Baldy released a video last week, I think, referencing the fact that, you know, the tush push gets a lot of the the hype, but, um, you know, ever since Jeff Statlin's been here, we've been pretty darn efficient on quarterback sneaks, just around the 92% mark, uh, if I don't say so myself. All right, now. Let's keep this thing moving now, brother. Hey, college football. Dude, this is crazy. Rarely do we get into college football, especially stuff that doesn't include the uh, Cincinnati Bearcats. Shout out to Bearcats, baby. There's some very controversial things happening in college football playoffs. This is true. That's right. The selection committee uh, named their top four seeded college teams that would be competing in the college football playoff. Um, Number one, Michigan. Number two, Washington. Number three, Texas. And number four, Alabama. Wow. The the SEC's champs. Yeah. And that's where things got a little controversial because Florida State was left out of the college football playoffs despite being undefeated and winning the ACC conference. Um, And Alabama, who did win the SEC, got in, unfortunately, having one loss. Now, I don't know that there is a right answer to this because – in my heart of hearts, I think the SEC champion should be in the college football playoffs because the SEC is by far the best conference in football. So I think it's not fair in my mind to leave an SEC championship champion out of the playoffs. So, I mean, this is the problem with the playoff situation. There's no matter how many teams you have, there's going to be somebody usually that has a case for being in it this year. Very high case for Florida state. The biggest reason I have an issue with this is I just don't like what the reason they gave for Florida State not being included. The College Football Playoff Committee uh, Chair Boo Corrigan explained the decision on ESPN. Florida State is a different team than they were the first 11 weeks. If you look at who they are as a team right now without Jordan Travis, uh, without this offensive dynamic uh, that he brings to it, they are a different team. I don't care. Did Florida State earn the right to go into the playoffs? I don't care who's their quarterback now. I don't care who their coach is now. That team and that group of players, did they earn the right to go there? That's the only reason I have an issue with the the reason they gave. I don't think is a fair one. And, uh, I mean, if their backup quarterback's Nick Foles, it might lead to some magic happening there in the playoffs of college football. But I think um, I'm also not criticizing any of the teams that are in there. You know, I'm not – hey – Again, I think an SEC champion should be in the college football playoffs. You can't, you can't have a genuine college football playoff without having the SEC championship in it. Yeah, champion I hear you. in it, right? I hear you. Uh, Texas, um, obviously, intern Brandon, big Texas guy. Uh, he's been he's he's added words to the rundown to really try and get us to hype up Texas. Not going to do it, even though Texas had a really good season. Washington, uh, you know, listen, Pac-12. Yeah, all right, we'll see. Uh, Michigan, uh, <laughs> obviously, winning the Big Ten, beating Ohio State. So, listen, everybody in there is deserving, and it sucks that Florida State's getting left out. Uh, but I'd be pretty pissed if I was a Florida State fan. There's no question about it. Yeah, no, I hear you. Or Florida State player. I'd be furious. If I was a player there, I'd be pretty fucking pissed. I'm, a, I'm on the team. I just did all of these games – we as a team won them, and now all of a sudden you're going to say that we don't get in because we didn't earn it, or that tr- that one of our players is out, so we're no longer in it. I don't think that's right. That's whack. That's whack. 
whack ass excuse, but damn, I'm, I'm ready for this college football playoffs, man. I think this is probably about as even as it's been across the board uh, since they started the this since they started this thing up. So yeah, I don't know who's gonna win. We shall see. Obviously, intern Brandon's pulling for Texas. You pulling for anybody? Um, man, don't really have any Washington ties. Don't really have any Alabama ties. So you just want good games. You got some ex-Texas teammates that I love, like Jamal Charles and Derek Johnson. Yeah, but don't um, give intern Brandon that. You know, before. Don't give it to uh, him. Don't give it to him. But damn, I mean, be, being an Ohio kid, man, there's something about you know Michigan. I wanted to play hockey at Michigan growing up. You were you were a Michigan hockey hockey fan, which is hard to do in Ohio. It is. It is. I always thought outside the box when it when it came to <laughs> who I was written for. All right, now I was still an Ohio State fan though. That's the, that's what that's what was crazy. Like I eventually, you know, I was I was always a big Ohio State football fan, but when it came to hockey, I just loved the fact that Michigan had the. You like the helmets. That's what yeah, you like about Michigan. Shit, yeah. Well, <laughs> fashionista. Well, either way, uh, yeah, I hope they're all good games. Yeah, sorry for all you Florida State fans out there uh, that you're getting fucked. Yeah. All right. New Height Stamp of the Week. Ooh. It's time, Trav, to ha- hand out the award to the players who took their games to New Heights in Week 13 of the NFL. New Heights Stamp of the Week is sponsored by State Farm. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with a personal price plan. That's right. Like a good neighbor. State Farm is there. Trav, who you got? Yeah, I'm doing a a familiar face, and that's Jaguars head coach Dougie P, baby, and his son. Hey-oh! Josh Peterson, man. Dougie P got to coach his son in a game, and he's the the first father-son combination since 1978 in the NFL. Whoa! His son, tight end, shout out to tight end you. Uh, Josh Peterson made his NFL debut. Josh Peterson was elevated from the active roster or elevated to the active roster uh, for the Bengals Jaguars Monday night game. He made his debut under the lights, baby. That's what I'm talking about. And uh, he was previously uh, on the Jags practice squad and is also a product of the USFL, which he, uh, he joined the team in July from the USFL. Nice. There we go, Josh. Love to see it. Love to see a guy taking his game to new heights on Monday night, baby. They almost came out with a big dub too, man. Game one into OT. It was a go. It was a good one. Who you got, right. Jason? I'm going to go with the opposite end of that spectrum, which is uh, the Bengals quarterback Jake Browning. That's right. Everybody's Ooh. up in arms with the Joe Burrow injury, as they should be. He's a phenomenal player. Um, he led the Bengals to a 34-31 overtime win against Jacksonville on Monday night football. Obviously, we talked about the Trevor Lawrence injury. But um, I don't know if that has much to do with uh, Jake Browning playing a phenomenal game. 354 passing yards, two touchdowns, zero interceptions. Browning's 354 passing yards is the most by a Bengals quarterback this season. He also had an 86.5 completion percentage. He's the 10th player in the Super Bowl era to throw for 350-plus with a completion percentage of at least 85% in the regular season. He had a great game. That's pretty much what we're saying. That's what I just heard. Yeah, he just had a really good game. Nice. So shout out to Jake Browning. Yeah, man. I know it's obviously it's a good the football Bengals. Team. He just did that you know, too, man. Yeah, and they and Bengals have a great team. The Jaguars, dang sure, got a great team. So um, that's a crucial game for them as they're trying to stay in the playoff hunt here. Shout out to Jake. Way to go, Jake. Way to take your game to New Heights. That wraps up this episode of New Heights. Make sure you're subscribed on YouTube to the New Heights channel so you know when new episodes are coming out. Make sure you to check out our bonus videos that uh, release every Friday on YouTube only. It's only a video product. 
we're going to preview our week 14 games and take a look at a couple Kelsey clip submissions for the greatest highlights of all time bracket. So uh, make sure you tune in again every Friday. Listen, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Once again, New Heights is presented by Wave Sports and Entertainment uh, and brought to you by Walmart. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Get going on their holiday wish list and shop amazing deals from Walmart. Ready? Set? Gift. How about that, huh? Shout out to Walmart. Uh, Wally's World is always a fun place to holiday shop. Make sure you guys stop through. It is. Follow the show on all social media at New Heights Show with one S. Thank you to our production. We need hey. you now more than ever. After Seriously. This past week. We're sorry. This, we'll never this, lose at the same time ever again. This show would be lost without you guys. Thank you so much. We love you guys. Thank you, Wave Sports Entertainment. Except for you, Intermain. Yeah. All right. Fuck you. Thank you to all the 92 percenters. We love you guys. We're number one. And we will always appreciate you guys. Love you guys. See you guys next week. We don't want to take out me saying 400 countries. I just assumed if it was 134 that there's like some much larger amount of countries. There's so many ones over there in Asia that I just cannot keep track of in Europe. I just don't remember anybody teaching me this information. All right, cool. Just a bunch of dummies over here. I think it's four. Four got to be 400. (laughs) I'm going to say 300. (laughs) You're such an idiot. That's a lot. I'm going to say 300. No, we fucking... (laughs) I was only off by twice the fucking amount of actual countries. And when you think about it, you feel even dumber because you're like, there's no way. There's like 10 countries per continent. I felt stupid saying 400, but I just felt like if it was 134 listening to us, there's got to be like an astronaut. We can't be listening. Yeah, there we can't, can't be, be half the world listening to us. Apparently yeah. there is. That's crazy.